Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Friday, December the 16th, 2022 at 1128 a.m. Central Time. Now, now I know I missed you when you were getting ready today. Uh, when you woke up and you went to your closet and you pulled out some clothes, I know I wasn't there. I know I completely missed you getting ready. I wasn't able to stop you before you left the house. And I know now it, it's almost lunchtime, but I have a question for you. What in the world are you wearing? I mean, that, that's what you chose to wear today? Really? I mean, I'm not trying to be critical, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but that that's what you chose to wear? I mean, did you look in the mirror? I mean, I, look, 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 if I was you, I'm just saying, if I was you, I would go look in the mirror really quick, and you may want to question your your choice today. I, I think, I think uh, it's almost lunchtime. I would use my lunch break. Go back home and change your clothing because you have made a really bad choice today. What are you wearing? Today's focus. What are you wearing? And what should we be wearing? Because there is something that all of us, every single morning when we wake up, before we even get to the closet, there's something that we should put on. Are, are you interested? Did, did I get your attention? Was, was that a sufficient enough intro? Well, this morning, Almost this afternoon, let's talk about the garment which Jesus always wore. What did Jesus always wear? Like, as a Christian, I know this is cliche, but what did Jesus wear? What would Jesus wear? Now, I don't mean this, and please understand this. This is not getting into a whole discussion about modesty and wearing the right kind of clothes. No, I'm going to something far more important, something far deeper than just the things we put on our body, these things we call clothing. I'm talking about something else that we should wear, something else the Savior always War. This comes from a devotional written in 1855, and I'm going to borrow some of it. I'm going to borrow from it, read some of it, and of course, I'll be adding my own thoughts, all right? This was entitled, Christ Exalted, Saints Comforted, and Sinners Directed, 1855. And here is uh, something that they refer to as the garment which the Savior always wear or always wore, I should say, all right? Here it is. They quote, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, immediately you should know, wait a minute, that's Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. What is Matthew 11, 28 to 30, has to do with what the garment which Jesus always wore? What, what, what did he always wear? What, 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 what clothing did he wear? Okay, well, obviously it's not about clothing. So, so what are they referring to? Again, th just think, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. I'll read just a little bit of it again. You probably have this, these verses memorized. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come on, can you recite the rest? Come on, can you recite the rest? Come on, try, try. Okay, if you're at work or if people are around, try to at least recite it in your head. Let me, let me try again. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you 
rest. What does this have to do with what Jesus wore? Let me, let me continue. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Now, obviously, the text doesn't say anything about what Jesus wore, but it does say something about who Jesus was, and he was gentle and humble in heart. So the devotional says this, humility is a most precious grace filled with beauty, loveliness, and glory. This is is the garment which the Savior always wore. This is the grace which gave such a charm to all that he did and said. It is one of the best garments, and without it, the soul is generally naked. And then they stop, and they're going to quote another passage of Scripture. So let's just think about this. Obviously, allegorically speaking, obviously for an illustration, They're saying Jesus always wore humility. He always wore humility because he is gentle and humble in heart. Now, obviously, we are referring to what he wore in a metaphorical way because it's really referring to his attribute, his character. He was humble. But as believers, we are called to, well, in a sense, wear humility. Look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 5 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 here we go 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 5 likewise ye younger submit yourselves unto the elder yea all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and give grace to the humble. We are to clothe ourselves in humility. So what did you put on today? When you went to the closet, what did you grab? What are you wearing right now? Did you at any point today when you were getting ready to stop saying, how do I clothe myself with humility? How do I actually do this? Are you wearing humility today? When people saw you today, did they say, wow, there is humility? Do they see you as a humble person? Do they see your humility? Do they hear your, hum- your humility? Or do they see your pride, your arrogance? Are you clothed with humility? Now, let me read this all together, right? Let me read this all together. Again, this comes from a, a devotional, 1855. Their title is The Garments Which the Savior Always Wore. Okay, I don't know why I originally said the garments which the Savior always wears. I guess if I said wears, no, wore. Okay, that's the correct term. All right, here we go. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Humility is the most precious grace. It is filled with beauty, loveliness, and glory. This is the garment which the Savior always wore. 
This is the grace which gave such a charm to all that he did and said. It is one of our best garments. And without it, the soul is generally naked. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, 1 Peter 5, 5. The lack of humility, for the lack of humility, the church is rent and torn with divisions. For lack of humility, believers bring many trials and crosses on themselves and sow the bitter seeds of trouble and remorse. Would you hear that again? For the lack of humility, the church is rent and torn with division. For a lack of humility, believers bring many trials and crosses on themselves and sow the bitter seeds of trouble and remorse. I want you to stop today and I want you to think. Today's focus is what are you wearing? But I really want you to focus on are you wearing today humility? But here's what I really want you to consider. I really want you to meditate on. I want you to think about all the difficulties, all the problems you've experienced in your spiritual life simply for the lack of humility. How many problems have happened? I don't want you to worry about other people. How many problems have happened in the churches you've been a part of? The problems and issues simply because of a lack of humility. Is humility a absolutely missing ingredient in the lives uh, or the, the missing garment to use the kind of the allegory and the illustration that's being used in this devotional? Is it the missing garment? Are we missing being clothed in humility? We, we, maybe Christians will do a lot of talk about wanting to be clothed in some kind of practical righteousness, clothed in this or clothed in that. But are we truly clothed in humility? Do you hear humility anymore in the mouths of Christians? Or do we hear arrogance and pride? I'm going to read that again. For the lack of humility, the church is rent and torn with division. For a lack of humility... Believers bring many trials and crosses on themselves and sow the bitter seeds of trouble and remorse. If I were truly humble, I must be happy, for it is with such Jehovah dwells. For this is what the high and lofty one says, he who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and humble in spirit. Isaiah fifty-seven fifteen. Let me read that again so that it will soak in. If I were truly humble, I would be happy. For it is with such Jehovah dwells. For this is what the holy and lofty one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and humble in spirit. Isaiah 57, 15. To such e. To such, he looks with esteem, love, and delight. This is the one I esteem. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, 2. I hate pride and arrogance. Proverbs 8, 13. Pride is most loathsome to God, injurious to men, and a stronghold of Satan within us. God, op God opposes the proud, 
but gives grace to the humble, James 4, 6. He keeps the proud at a distance and will not allow them to approach him. Though the Lord is great, he cares for the humble, but he keeps his distance from the proud, Psalm 138, 6. He threatens them with everlasting destruction. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished, Proverbs 16, 5. And then it ends with this prayer, Lord, give me true humility and let me be clothed with it from day to day. We have to clothe ourselves with humility. Now, there's no easy way to do this, but let's remind ourselves first and foremost. This whole devotional begins with Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, right? And there it speaks of Christ because Christ is gentle and humble in heart. So obviously, the first thing we must do is we must obviously be in Christ. If I am in Christ, I am clothed in his humility. I am clothed in his righteousness. That's the only way I can be acceptable to God because in my sinful spirit and in my heart, there is pride. Pride lives in your heart. It lives in your sinful nature. It is there. God resists the proud. So, so if, if we're left in our, uh, in our own, if we're not clothed in Christ, then God, we're going to be in opposition to God and he's going to resist us and we're going to stand and, and basically in condemnation. Being in Christ, I'm clothed in his humility because he was humble. Christ was humble. That was who he was. That's his character. And his character, his attributes are attributed to me are accredited to me, I should say, are as accredited to me because uh, by faith, I receive that by his imputed righteousness. So I, wa- I have to be clothed in Christ. That's first and foremost. But we are to pursue with everything that we can do, humility. We have to constantly be aware of when we have put on, I'm going to use the illustration again, when we put on the garments and we have to look in the mirror and the mirror is God's word, right? The mirror is God's word. So every day I need to look into the mirror of God's word and go, man, why am I wearing pride? Why am I wearing arrogance? Why am I wearing narcissism? Why am I wearing selfishness? Why? And I've got to put that off. I've got to try to take that off, right? And say, I'm going to try to put on humility. I'm going to try to put on selflessness. I'm going to try to not be so self-centered, but God-centered. I'm going to try to put others before myself. I'm going to try to die to self, deny self. It's an ever, it's a never-ending battle with the flesh. And we're, and look, we're always going to fall short. We are aware of that, but we are to pursue it. So we need to be in Christ because then we're clothed in his humility. There's our security. Now from that, and because of that, we should be motivated to change some clothing today. Now, I can't, I can't change it until I'm willing to acknowledge it, right? I'm not going to change. If I'm, not, if I'm unwilling to acknowledge that I've got a spot on my shirt, if, if I'm unwilling to acknowledge, if I'm unwilling to acknowledge that, that I, I got a spot on my shirt, if I'm unwilling to acknowledge that, right? then I'm never going to change it. But if I look and go, man, that is messed up. I got to change that. I got to go home and change, right? If I'm willing to acknowledge that, I'll give you an example. Well, 
and, and, and I know we've gone a little bit longer than we're supposed to, but that's okay. So I'm, I'm in the United States military. Of course, I work in the medical world. And they call down, they're like, hey, we've got a, the printer is all messed up on, in the t- second floor family practice clinic. It's all messed up and nobody knows how, how to fix it. So can you, do you know what to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a clue, but I'll go down and, 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 and try to figure it out. Now I'm wearing what we call in the United States Air Force are blues. They're called blues, blue shirt, they're blue pants. I hate that. I hated that uniform with everything, hated it. So for that particular day, for some reason, we had to be wearing blues, right? So I go and I'm trying to fix this print. I'm trying, I'm taking it all apart because paper is jammed all in it. And I'm taking this apart. I'm taking this apart. I'm taking this apart. And after I take it all apart, right, we end up somehow having to remove the toner and it goes every, the toner goes everywhere. And I'm standing there covered in this, this black toner all over my blue uniform. It is, I'm like, it is horrible. I'm covered in it, right? It's a mess. Now I could have just said, Hey guys, look, I don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. There's no toner on my shirt. There's no toner all over my hands. I could have denied it, but obviously I had to, I saw it. I had to recognize it. So I had to spend for half the day trying to get all the toner off my arm and hand. And then of course I had to go home and change uniform. In fact, that uniform was basically ruined, which I wasn't very happy about, but that's a whole, the, the whole point is I had to realize it. So when it comes to our pride and our arrogance, we have to acknowledge it. We have to see it. And we have to say, I've got to put this off and I need to put on humility. So today's focus, what are you wearing? We need to put on 1 Peter 5, 1 Peter 5, verse 5. I'm going to read it one more time. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. I'm going just a little long on purpose and I'll explain here in just a minute why I've gone a little bit longer. It's a, it's a, it's a depressing reason, but that's okay. First Peter chapter five, verse five. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. We always talk about women submitting to their husbands, but we always forget the passages about us submitting to one another. Submit one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Put on humility today. All right. I would love to get your thoughts on this. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. And the reason I went just a little bit longer is because I noticed that somewhere in the broadcast, guess what I got? I received a notification three minutes ago that we were just starting a live webcast, which means, guess what? The software for Church One and Sermons 2.0, it disconnected. And then it reconnected, and then just a, a little, just a few minutes ago, it went red again, meaning that some of our internet issues have not been fully resolved. Again, we're still having the same problem. So I was going to see if the problem. Now, yesterday, remember, it did that once. We had like kind of a brief problem, and then it it all went away. I was going to see if the problem was going to return. I, I now this has nothing to do with our with our teaching, and I know I'm. I'm messing up the ending. I wanted to have a dramatic conclusion, but this is important to talk about. We've been having serious internet issues. We don't know what's going on. Nobody can explain it. We are in the process of possibly trying to switch to a different internet provider. 
Um, I was hoping today, today that the problem was completely resolved and gone because everything was working so well. And of course, immediately in the middle of a live broadcast, we have a problem. So I wanted to go a little bit longer to see if the problem would, would repeat itself. And, th- and that's, that's the problem with this problem is it's so inconsistent that I never know what to expect and, and, I, and I can't have it that way. So, all right, we'll stop right there. I hate, I hate that we had to mess up the ending of that. See, I want to delete this, but I'm not going to delete it. I deleted yesterday's today's focus. I'm not going to delete this one, all right? But today's focus, what are you wearing? We need to be clothed in humility because that's the garment that Jesus wore. Thank you for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.